independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. 24 hours from now, we'll be talking about what's going on on the church, talking about the fights, talking about the anger, talking about people going to the polls. I'm going to be saying stuff like, I really focus on this, 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 and this, or I'm focusing on that, 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 and that. When we know what most people are focusing on, it's the economy, stupid. And the Democrats have swung and missed, much like the Phillies did in the World Series. See, you're out of here. Uh, I think that's true. Case in point, third way, center-left think tank, backed by some of the biggest names in the Democratic Party, uh, wanted to sound the alarm that, hey, guys, you missed the ball here. You missed the ball. You did. Why is that? Because for the last umpteen months and years, people have been saying, defund the police. Stupid idea. Focusing only on social justice reform. Dumb idea. People still care about what? The economy. People care about immigration. They care about crime. Those things matter. You have your own take on it, what you'd like to do with it, but Allowing people to run crazy and do whatever the hell they want, whatever the hell they want, that's eh, not too exciting for most people. People do care about school. COVID hurts you. I said when COVID was going on in real fashion, parents don't forget. Last week, Colin Coward, sports host, tweeted out, it's going to be a red wave, and a lot of it has to do with COVID, because when you mess with people's kids, they do not forget. So what are they saying in these uh, newest polls? You ready for this? Out of touch priorities, out of touch ideology, out of touch on values. <laughs> what? Yeah. I want you to listen to this. This is Hillary Rosen. She is a, uh, a smart person, used to run, uh, you know, uh, the, the, a lot of the music industry. She's a, a Democratic uh, muckety-muck. When it comes to politics, and she went after him. I'm a, I'm a loyal Democrat, but I am not happy. I just think that we are, you know, we did not listen to voters in this election, and I think we're going to have a bad night. And, you know, this conversation's not going to have much impact on Tuesday, but I hope it has an impact going forward. Because when voters tell you over and over and over again that they care mostly about the economy, listen to them. Listen to them. But did you? No, you did not. What are they underwater with? Well, let's take a look here. According to this poll, this is a left-leaning poll. Uh, they are underwater water with the biggest priorities for most Americans. Economy, immigration, and crime. They do maintain a lead on abortion and climate change. But guess what? Those issues ranked really low. Oh. Yeah. Voters question whether the party shares essential values like patriotism and the importance of hard work. Only 43% of Democrats value hard work compared to almost 60% of Republicans. Even in the areas where Democrats are trusted more, including education, it's not clear if the voters are sold on the Democrats' approach. Translation, you guys blew it. Now, it doesn't mean that there wasn't going to be a change. But could tomorrow night be a change that is absolutely whoa it's a possibility it's absolutely a possibility you could be sitting here going man they got their asses handed to them yeah they did 
You miss the opportunity to get out there and to pitch a lot of things. When I say Democrat, most people think now liberal, socially woke, blue check mark, highly educated, look down upon people that don't share the bi-coastal views of, of their world. The Democrat in Berkeley has become what a lot of people think all Democrats are. And quite frankly, they're taking their, march, their marching orders from Democrats in Berkeley, San Francisco, Los Angeles, Manhattan. They're taking those or what it's all about. The, the muckety-mucks in D.C. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are they struggling? With that union Democrat who wants his kid to get an education with reading, writing, arithmetic, who wants their kid not to have to go to school and, and talk about gender norms and, and, and all of this stuff. That, that person wants their kid to go to school, learn some stuff, still loves America, still goes to church, and doesn't want to be looked down upon. You know who they look at now? They look at Republicans and go, oh, that's interesting. They don't like the whole crime thing. It doesn't pay well for them. But I'm going to interrupt you then. Here's the problem. We don't feel safe. You might be working closely with Mayor Adams. You may have spent a whole lot of money, but I walk into my pharmacy and everything is on lockdown because of shoplifters. I'm not going in the subway. People don't feel safe in this town. So you may have done these things, but right now we're not feeling good. We're worried we could be San Francisco. Stephanie Rule right there talking about to, 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 to the governor of New York, who may not be the governor if the momentum continues to go that way, of New York. Think about that. In fact, it's Zeldin's even in this race. I think people are shocked by. People are tired. Oregon, people are tired. You're focusing on things that don't matter. And you're spending lots of money to do it. The average person cares about being able to get through their day without having to go, man, I didn't sleep very well last night because of the economy. Because how am I going to pay my bills? You didn't listen. Then you made it about voter suppression. All of those things. You didn't listen. And here's, to me, the number you probably ought to care about the most in this poll. The state of the U.S. economy. 81% tell us they're dissatisfied. This is the second highest number we've ever recorded. The last time it was this high was just before the 2010 election and you know how that one went yes it's like going to a restaurant so picture this you go to a really nice restaurant restaurant you've gone to before and you're like the reason i'm coming here is because what they make i love right it's a kobe beef burger that is incredible and i love it you go there and they're telling you no, we're not going to give you that. We know what's best for you. But do you have this here? Yes, we do. But I know what's best for you. What is it? It's beast stroking off with da-da-da. You know what? I don't really like that. You know what? It's got stuff in there I don't like. I'm even allergic to some of it. I don't want any of that. This is what I want. Doesn't matter. I'm giving this to you because I know what's best. You wouldn't go to that restaurant. No. You didn't listen. In business, if you don't listen, you know what you're not? You're not in business. In sports, if you don't listen, you know what you're not? You're not winning. People aren't listening. And it's going to cost them tomorrow. Now the question is, how bad is it going to cost you? And think about this for a second. Think about this for a second. You are in a position 
where you were looking over at Herschel Walker, Dak to Az, and several others who you think, God, how are we going to lose to these people? Because what you ran on, and also for some, in some cases, who you ran with, they weren't interested in what the people cared about. They weren't. This should be a lesson for everybody. You know, one of the things I admire about Netflix, and we could talk, oh, Netflix, look, look, a company of that side is always going to have their issue. But Reed Hastings, who found Netflix, one of the things I admired about him is he's got the, the wherewithal to go, screwed it up, got it wrong, got to change got to adapt about three years ago two three years ago they wanted to split everything up for i'll I'll let it a little secret in you guys people still get dvds and it used to fall under one and then he wanted to split it up make it separate and the stock plummeted and within a month he says you know what i'm listening to you guys and you guys are telling me you don't like this so i'm changing it remember new coke new coke listen said this thing sucks nobody wants this we're changing it Adapt or die. You didn't, and tomorrow night you're probably going to pay a price. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from you. I don't know what it looks like tomorrow night. Uh, I don't think we're going to get a lot. I think there's going to be some races that will be surprised that it's over and done with. I think we're going to have some other races that are going to last for a few days because there's going to be automatic recounts triggered. I think we're going to have some lawsuits. How many of them? That's the big question. I do not know. I do not know how many of them. I also think there's going to be some races we thought, well, there's no way that that person's going to win on either side, and they win. And I think there's some that's like, this is going to be close, but I still think so-and-so is going to win. And -and so-and-so isn't just going to win. So-and-so is going to boat race some people. Which will go back to if so and so really does, whoever it is, right? If somebody they, they think they're up by one and they win by twelve, then you've really got to start questioning anything that happens with polling. But it's an industry, right? They don't want to question their own selves. Are, do, are we even relevant anymore? Uh, you're getting less and less. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Rough Greens. Ruffgreens.com slash chat. You can go there get a free bag of Rough Greens. Uh, it's perfect for your dogs. Perfect for my dogs. Give my dogs every single day. Love giving it to my dogs. I sprinkle on top. It's called Canine Vitasmart. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, all this amazing stuff. What it does, though, is it, it makes the food that you have, it brings it to life because it's meant to be on a shelf. It is not meant to be fresh. So imagine having all those nutrients brought out on top of all the other stuff. That'll help your dog with its skin allergies, if it has any, digestive tract, aches, pains, joint pains, things of that nature. It's just great. It's great for the energy as well. Try it now for free. Cover the cost of shipping. It is yours. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Chad Benson Show. No need to socially distance while listening to your Chad Benson Show podcast. Four out of five experts say so. I'm a scientist. There is no corona. But hurry before they change their mind. You know they will. Chad's podcast found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, and wherever you find your favorite COVID-free podcasts. Oh my gosh. I kind of like it. I'm not going to lie. 
This is the Chad Benson Show. Why is it so hard to win the big prize? Not so long ago, they added 10 more white balls to the main bin. So instead of 59 possible numbers, there are 69. One in 292 million. Your odds of winning. Why not? It could happen. For comparison, you have a much better chance of getting struck by lightning in your lifetime. But you know what lightning pays? Not the same as this Powerball tonight. It's a billion, baby. 1.9 billion, the grand prize. This is generating so much excitement. But really, it's all about 929 million, the cash you'll win if you, like most people, choose the lump sum option. Although Uncle Sam will take more than one third of that. And depending on where you live, state taxes could take another big bite. And you don't care because you're thinking to yourself, even if they take a third and I walk with $600 million, oh, baby, that's a win. That is a win. It's a huge win. And people are going to play, right? That's just it. Money didn't matter. Nobody played the lottery. People are playing the lottery. (laughs) They're playing Powerball tonight, and the chance to win is huge. It's going to be huge. I'm playing because, well, it's a couple bucks, right? You throw a couple bucks at something. Because you never know. I mean, I know I'm going to win. But still, you never, ever know. And the thought of that, and everybody's going to do it today that's playing. The thought of that, of, of, of waking up tomorrow and going, I don't care about the midterms. I don't care about, like, how soon can you get the money in my bank? <laughs> do I get a big check or is it you're just going to wire the money? How's this work? Are you guys taking the taxes right now or are you taking it in, in, do do I have to go to the, you know, how's this work? And then it's, what can I do with it? How do I get it? Uh, uh, Now, where do I go? I don't know. Go where you want. Go buy Ferrari if you want. Might do that. I wouldn't do that. I'll tell you why. Uh, It's not a good look when you have to kind of roll on your knees to get out of a Ferrari. (laughs) They're not, uh. They're not conducive to uh, looking cool in a lot of ways. <laughs> Just to let you guys know that. It's probably cooler to leave the window down and to try to crawl out than to tip over on your knees and then get up and go, ha, how's that look? <laughs> Looks sweet, bro. Looks sweet. Uh, speaking of winning, Mattress Mac over the weekend. The Astros won the World Series, saving us all from what could have been a recession. Because every time the Phillies win... A championship, and was it the worst weekend in 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 modern sports for a major city? So the Phillies lost game six. So the Astros won. Magic uh, Mattress Max won seventy five million dollars. He he does it in increments because nobody will take his one bet at a time. You know, like ten million. I'm going to bet ten million, but he's got to do it like eight hundred thousand here, a half a million here. So he won seventy five million dollars. And uh, he gives a lot of it away. He tells people, all right, if I win, I'm going to hedge it by allowing you guys to come in and get mattresses and furniture in his gallery for free kind of thing. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Not all of it, but a lot of it. And on the other side of it, uh, the Phillies, they won in 27. Hmm, wonder what happened there. 80. Hmm, wonder what happened there. And 2008. Hmm, wonder what happened there. So the Astros saved us. But earlier in the day, the Philadelphia Union and LAFC played in the MLS championship, and they lost. So no team in history, no city in history, had ever lost two major sporting events in one day, and Philadelphia managed to pull that off. 
Good for you, Philly. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from uh, every single one of you. A lot more to get to in the midterms. The two countries border the USA. Uh, like above us and below us. And Antarctica? All right. See, that, we're, that, I just wanted to give you a taste of that. Those people are going to vote. What two countries border us? Border us. One's our top hat, right? The other's our hirachis. Uh, what's two of those border us? One is great Mexican food, and the other's really good at hockey. Antarctica? <laughs> Please don't vote. Saturday Night Live makes fun of COVID. God, remember where they were with COVID? Everybody was like a while ago. Where do you hear this commercial they played? Which was funny, but it's also sad when you think about the what everybody went through with COVID. Especially the kids. 323-538-2423. Tis the Chad Benson Show. Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That's CNN on behind me. I flipped throughout the day. Some golf on earlier. Watch a little Fox if I have to. Watch a little. Never watch MSNBC. It's just awful. <laughs> it's just awful. First of all, it's just not. It's not entertaining. Secondly, uh, normally I don't watch any of it, but I figure, okay, who am I going to watch? Because the one thing about CNN I've liked is the fact that they have tried and done a really damn good job when it comes to Ukraine. But one of the things they had on earlier was a. Uh, God, what was it? About all the election denying going on already. Right. And every one of you guys have sent me stuff. Look, the Democrats election denied. They're out their asses in 2016. So let's not pretend that it's not happened. Right. Let's not pretend that none of that stuff has ever happened. They totally did. Right. And they're doing their form of election denying right now. And that's with Stacey Abrams, who's running for reelection of something she didn't win. Talking already about all the bad stuff that's going on in a state, Georgia, where they have the highest turnout ever so far for a midterm. But we know that people turned out early because they understand that Brian Kemp and Brad Raffsenberger put barriers in place, that they're going to be denied access to food and water in lines that in years past were stretched up to four, eight hours. They know that there have been more difficulties put in place for absentee ballots. That white supremacist groups and hard right-wing groups have been challenging people's right to vote. Up to 75,000 people have had their right to vote challenged because of the law passed by Brian Kemp. And he did so because he was frustrated by the results. Where do we start with that insanity? So you're already starting your why didn't I win? Because everybody got a chance to vote and uh, they didn't maybe take it the way they wanted to. So now they have to go wait in line. And God forbid you have to wait a couple hours in line somewhere 
And they don't have food or water. Well, no, you can't give out food. That's the whole point. You can bring your own snacks if you want. <laughs> but somebody can't give you food and water when you're in line. They see that as kind of trying to buy the vote. You make it out to be, hey, New York does the same thing. <gasps> what? Yeah, yeah, Illinois. You, you go and look. It's everywhere. You're not supposed to wear, you know, your memorabilia of who you're voting for. All of those things. But it's hilarious. You're already starting why you didn't win. And it's because you've been suppressed. The voters been suppressed. Now, she's not done there, old Stacey Abrams. No, no, no. I do not believe it's because of a deep well of enthusiasm for my opponent. We know that black voters are often discounted. And unfortunately, this year, black men have been a very targeted population for misinformation not misinformation about what they want, but about why they want what they deserve. And my campaign has been the only one that has very intentionally, thoughtfully, and consistently reached out. That has been misconstrued as concern when it indeed is just respect. What? Well, they're getting what they want. And somehow that's, I, I just, where are you? You're all over the place. You have no idea. You're lost. You're getting your asses handed to you, potentially. And I don't know if that's to be true. Here's the reality. of Tomorrow, we may have issues. You think? I know so. I told you to write it down last week. We're going to have some places where the Republican was in the lead, and then out of nowhere, the Democrat comes back and surges at. Because a lot of it has how they do the counting. We're going to have other places where the Democrat was in the lead, but the Republican chipped away throughout the night. And then as they way they count them with, you know, uh, some places count the way they count ballots is mail-ins first, right? Drop boxes first, then day of. And in other places, it's day of first, followed by the other. There's going to be some issues. And I think the biggest issues are going to come at the actual counting sites where you're going to have people that are going to be arguing and fighting. You're going to have people that are going to be uh, pushing back on one another, saying, no, that signature shouldn't count or this one shouldn't count. There's going to be huge frustration from a lot of people over the way that these things are done. All that being said, you're already screaming about, well, it was because people are disenfranchised. In particular, people of color have been disenfranchised in Georgia. It's the highest voter turnout ever. Ah, it doesn't matter. It's only white people that are being allowed to vote. You just shake your head because everybody can deny elections as long as it's the left that denies the election out of their morality because they feel they have some sort of standing. Now, both of you denying the election results, especially after things have been proven on numerous occasions that nothing happened. Then you have to stand back and say, "Okay, all right, well, well, there you go then. But we can't. We can't at all. And partly because, well, we just live in a world of, I don't know. This is scary right here. This is a group of youngsters who are voters, who were asked fairly easy questions. I would assume they're easy. But maybe they were trick questions. I don't know. Scary. Two countries border the USA. Uh, Like above us and below us. Antarctica? Yeah, and what else? The deep blue sea. The deep blue sea. What state is right under North Dakota? Like on a map. South? No, that's above it. Do you know what continents we're on? New York. New York? There was a Mississippi River named after. I don't know that one, man. What state is the Mississippi River named after? Puerto Rico. (laughs) This is 
should be scared. Those people have voted. Those people have voted. They've had their, and that's great. You voted. You've participated. It's scary that you voted because you participated. And it's terrifying because you are scary. Antarctica and the deep blue sea. <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Share Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Michael Moore, though, he's still... It's going to be huge. This is right. It's huge. Or is it going to be huge? Remember last week or two weeks ago? It's a blue wave. You guys have no idea. It's coming. It's going to be massive. It's a blue wave. Blue. About 70% of the eligible voters in this country now are either women, people of color, or 18 to 35. Those are the three groups or a combination of the three. With that in mind, you think about 70% are the base or the traditional base of the Democratic Party, women, people of color, young people. If we show up, this is ours. So how can we lose? It's simple. Because you put everybody into a box. And you say because you're black or a person of color, you can only think one way, you can only act one way, you can only vote one way. Because you're a woman. And apparently the only thing that matters to you is choice. You can only think one way. You can only act one way. You can only vote one way. And because you're 18 to 34, that you are young, therefore you must be caring only about certain issues out there, like climate change and abortion. You can only think one way. You can only act one way. You can only vote one way. That's why. That is why. Because women can't do anything. And first of all, it's fantastic that you admit there are women out there. Secondly, uh, what you said here feels a little sexist. Just saying. Just saying. You know, you know how women are. You know, they're just uh, uh, once they once they hear that uh, soup has gone up twenty seven cents a can, or the the gas. What's gas this week now? It's uh, about twenty. 20 cents over last year at this sign per gallon uh right away women are like yeah well, i don't need these i don't need these reproductive rights you know i, I want less at the gas pump spoken like somebody who is so out of touch with reality yeah 27 cents it's gone up but when you're living paycheck to paycheck and that paycheck only gets you seven tenths of the way of where you need to be that stuff matters brother it absolutely matters. Gas going up 20, 30, 40 cents and staying steady where it's at. It's not just about, well, right now gas is here. Uh-uh. It's not. When they're looking around saying it ain't working, whatever you guys are doing ain't working, and you're telling me all I should care about is the fact that I should have boarded the kids I had and I wouldn't be in this problem. It ain't working. And to look at women and say, you guys are so stupid. All you need to vote with is your hoo-ha. And that's it again. Wow. And black people, you only need to vote Democrat because come on now. It's great, right? Hispanics, you only need to vote uh, Democrat. It's fantastic. It is a joke. (laughs) It's an absolute joke. No. Guess what? As an individual... Everybody votes what we think is going to be best for us and our beliefs. Am I right? 
No, because for too long, the parties have both hijacked certain groups thinking they have no thought of their own. You got no thought. Whatever we tell you to do is what is right. That is so embarrassing. Well, well, just you young people, all you care about is this. That's all you should care about. That's why you, you don't even have to vote. We'll do it for you. Hey, women, you guys don't have to worry about it. We got this covered, right? Yeah, we know that you guys are nothing more than reproductive rights. You're not small business owners. You're not big business owners. You're not somebody who chooses life. Or, or believes in a certain way. No, no, no. All you think about is that. Good God. It's amazing. Again, tone deaf. Tone deaf. That sums up a lot of what you hear. Tone deaf. Then you come out and you see stuff like this. Oh, geez. It's just crazy. The losing this democracy could very well be the end of the world. So set aside the economy, worries about crime, which are at the top of all of voter polls about what they're worried about, and instead vote for you or the world is ending? Nobody's saying the world is ending. The end of the world. You did the say there, though, end. it could be the end of the world. No. Democracy will be ended. The world will continue to exist. The world was here before Hitler. The world was here after Hitler. The end of the world. That's James Clyburn, who we pretty much have to thank for biden so i heard you say end of the world so you meant democracy so that's it democracy is going to go might i might i remind everybody that bill barr mike pence and several other republicans would let quote unquote the big lie theft happen that we seem to think that everybody who screams and yells certain things in front of the cameras Behind the cameras, they're equally bad, or it's just a game of kabuki theater. But, Mr. Clyburn, you just said the end of the world. Well, I meant the end of democracy. Keep doing what you're doing and you keep getting the results that you get. And if tomorrow you end up losing, then it was obviously nobody cares about democracy. But in two years, when we have yet another vote, I'm going to ask you the question. Why is democracy still here? Because you said it was going to go away. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. And if the Republicans lose, then you know what? People care about abortion, climate change, and democracy. Nothing else matters. And that's all you should focus on. Oh, my goodness. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson show Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Coming up, we'll talk a little football. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe some Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I watched some of the... the, the it, it's not out yet, but the uh, some of the highlights were, and they were interesting, to say the least. Uh, you can follow along with us at Twitter and many other great things that we do here. Uh, let's talk about my buddies over at MyPillow. Right now, they got uh, deep discounts on a lot of different things, and you can take advantage of all these things, including their towels. Ooh, their towels, yeah. Lots of amazing towels, which is awesome. Uh, and how about a six-piece towel set at a price that is absolutely amazing? As we head into Christmas, it is, uh, it is awesome to see how great some of the deals are out there. But MyPillow wants to make sure that you have the best towels around. They make great Christmas gifts. They also make great, uh, you know, just gifts for yourself. Because who didn't like a good towel? What you going to get? 
six-piece towel set, six-day money-back guarantee. Now, it's going to be extended. If you place your order between now and Christmas, it's going to be extended all the way till March of next year. Cotton's grown here in the U.S., Towels made right here. Everything comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. And for a limited time, you're going to get it for just $40. That's right, 40 bucks. And you do that by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson. Use that promo code right there. That's MyPillow.com slash Benson. Discounts on all of the MyPillow products right now. But the six-piece towel set's only 40 bucks. Go to MyPillow.com slash Benson to save big. Chad Benson Show. Helen Keller is a Nazi terrorist that is a male. Is that what you're telling me right now? Yeah. Are you thinking of Hitler? Who's Hitler? Vaccines work, but only the Chad Benson Show is 100% effective against stupidity. Do you know what D-Day is? D-Day. In person? A rapper? God, Karen, you are so stupid. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you find your favorite woke-free podcasts. This is the Chad Benson Show. I'm a rock star now! Quite a turnaround for Dolly Parton, who at first didn't feel she deserved her nomination, but Saturday night at the Microsoft Theater in downtown Los Angeles, she seemed very much at home on stage. Well, I just feel proud to be here, as many Pearl would say. Wearing a tight black leather outfit, her fellow nominees joined her for her hit Jolene, including Judas Priest frontman Rob Halford. And Parton seemingly broke some news. And I thought, well, if I'm going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame... I'm going to have to do a rock album. We'll see if that happens, but she did write a rock song for the night, which she performed, and you'll see when the ceremony hits HBO November 19th. Yeah, on top of that, uh, Duran Duran got in, as well as those metal guys, uh, Judas Priest, and, uh, well, you know, uh, some other people that are quite uh, Eminem-y. I'm a high school dropout, man, with a hip-hop education, and these are my teachers, and it's their night just as much as it is mine. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, very interesting to see Duran Duran made an announcement that one of their originals and one of their the, the people that was the face of it uh, is not going to be here much longer. Andy Taylor, they uh, said, uh, has prostate cancer. He's got a diagnosis that he's in stage four. It's a form of prostate cancer that has no cure and that... While he's not in immediate danger, uh, it is a day-by-day scenario where they, you know, one day he's okay and the next day he's, he's you know, he's on, he's in the bed. So that's a shame. But uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, of course, Dolly, you got to be in there, Dolly. You know what I'm saying, Dolly? Good for her. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Uh, so far, nine and uh, three with my picks. Ravens tonight, take them over the Saints. I'm 84-50 and one surprising i'm not picking the packers anymore you guys suck i don't know what's wrong with you uh but the reality is is you're just not a very good team you have nobody to throw the ball to uh that is evident and uh just uh, my goodness me just an awful and the bills yesterday the jets are real i never thought i'd say it but they seem to be a real team they are real wow six and three for the jets who would have thunk Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Menton Show Twitter tweet tax love hearing from all of you hit us up on the DM check out the Facebook page as well and grab the podcast uh, we're available it's called the Chad Benson Show and this is the Chad Benson Show.
is The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. What matters to the average person as we head to midterms? You've got 24 hours to make your decision if you already haven't. There's still opportunities for you to change your mind if you'd like to, or continue to move forward with what you think you're going and who you think you're going to vote for. I think a lot of people have made up their mind. I think for those independents out there, uh, it's more of, uh, I guess I have to, I mean, I, I don't want to, but I can't allow this over here. Uh, cause it just is, is, I just can't do it. I just, so I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to have to go this direction and, and do it. And that's the thing that's hilarious. Cause I talked to a lot of people who are like, they're holding on, right? They could have voted at any time by now, but they're holding on. As hard as they can, thinking, all right, if in the next 48 hours this, this person's going to say something I absolutely believe in and it's going to be fine. <laughs> and no, 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 no. People are looking around going, this is, this is, this is it. The thing that matters more than anything else is the economy. The thing that matters more than anything else is inflation. Those are the things that matter. Everything else is just. It's noise at this moment. And here's, to me, the number you probably ought to care about the most in this poll. The state of the U.S. economy. 81% tell us they're dissatisfied. This is the second highest number we've ever recorded. The last time it was this high was just before the 2010 election. And you know how that one went. So you heard that, right? 81%. Poll that was done by a left-leaning centrist think tank. They went out and they spoke to the left side of the aisle. So not the right side of the aisle, not the center of the aisle. The left side of the aisle. And wow, their polling was rather interesting. First and foremost, uh, you guys have swung and missed. The things that matter, you did not focus on. You cared more about choice and, 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 and climate change than, and social justice than you did about economy, immigration, crime, inflation, etc., etc. Oh. On top of that, which I found to be interesting out of this, this, is, this to me may be the most interesting. When it comes to democracy in America and all the stuff you hear, if, 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 you, if you even think about voting Republican, you're going to destroy this nation. People on the left, guess what? Uh, they feel that the uh, left is just as dangerous as the right. What? How could that be? How can that be? Because 
they were like, look, you got people out here who are screaming and yelling, uh, censorship this and, and, you know, get away with this and defund the police and all your radical ideas are as dangerous as you say they are. Holy moly. You know who those are? Those are Democrats. Those are not progressives. Those are just run of the mill Democrats, not Berkeley. Not Manhattan, not San Francisco or Seattle, not Portland or Los Angeles. They're just run-of-the-mill Democrats. Right? They're fine with unions. They're pro-choice and fine with marriage equality. But, you know, they they don't think, hey, you know, baby's eight months old and can live outside. But you, you know... You want to get rid of it. Hey, we, we always go to the extremes, right? Everybody was raped or it's eight months old. and one, No, it's here's the conversation. These are just common sense. Logical liberals. That are saying, yeah, you know, the economy's huge. Oh, oh yeah. And uh, so is immigration. So is crime. So is what happened, you know, with covid and the way that there was an overreach and an insanity. You're just as dangerous as you say the right is. They missed the opportunity to do something. They had a chance. I think the I think the Democrats could have held on to some places. And I still think they will. I don't think it's going to be the 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 massive red wave. What did Joe Rogan say last week? Like in Shining when the when the door opens. I don't think it's going to be a tsunami. I think it'll be a wave. More than a tsunami. I mean, you know, if you were surfing and you, you listen to the surf report, you're like, oh, those are good swells. But I don't think it's going to be, you know, they win 50 seats and that came out of nowhere. I think it's still going to be in that 20 to 25 range, which is kind of on par for what we get normally. And I think that the, the House, uh, we, we've always kind of thought that's where we're going. I think the Senate is still a toss up. And the other thing is at polling, you got to look at polling. Good God. I look at polling like if you guys miss on either side really bad at this time, nobody's ever going to care anymore with what a poll has to say. If you come out and say the Democrats are going to lose by uh, 25, 30 seats and they're going to lose the, the the Senate and then they win the Senate and only lose 10 seats, people are going to what the hell's wrong with you people? And some of that is us because buyers are liars. At the same time, if the Democrats just get boat raced like you couldn't believe and they lose across the board, places like Oregon, places like, uh, you know, New York City, when it comes to their governor's races, those things, you're going to be like, hmm, hmm. But the Democrats didn't do the one thing they needed to. They didn't listen. I'm a, I'm a loyal Democrat, but I am not happy. I just think that we are, you know, we did not listen to voters in this election. And I think we're going to have a bad night. And, you know, this conversation is not going to have much impact on Tuesday, but I hope it has an impact going forward, because when voters tell you over and over and over again that they care mostly about the economy, listen to them. Stop talking about democracy being at stake. Democracy is at stake because people are fighting so much about what elections mean. I mean, voters have told us what they wanted to hear, and I don't think Democrats have really delivered Uh, this. Yeah. You haven't listened. Right. You haven't. You focused on things that didn't matter. Not that they don't matter to individuals and not that they're not important, but your hyper focus was on stuff that the average person is like, I can't feed my family with democracy. I can't get to work 
with democracy. Chad, it matters. Of course it does. But when they tell you that democracy is over and done with, they're fooling you. They're, they're trying to fool you. They're lying to you. Do you really think that's going to happen? Do you really think the voters of America, right or left, I'm talking about the vast majority of us, the the 75, 80% of us who live in a world of reality, do you think we're going to allow them to go, we're just taking it all away and we're going to elect a king or a queen? No, it's not going to happen. It's not. You've got to listen. And they didn't. And because of that, they're in the position they're in. They're the ones scrambling. They're the ones, the Democrats who are throwing long balls. They're the ones who are trying to get everybody out to, 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 to just, what can we do to save this? Well, you need to get in a Wayback Machine, and you need to go way back, and you need to talk about democracy a little bit. You need to talk a little bit about abortion. And if you want to raise money off of it, do it. But you need to talk about crime, immigration, and most importantly, inflation and economy. If you keep it simple, stupid, you watch what happens. If you don't, you're going to fail. And I think a lot of that is people are just looking around going, yeah, they ain't done the things we needed them to do. We asked them to do some stuff and they didn't do it. We asked them to pay attention to some stuff and they didn't do it. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram. Love hearing from all of you. I'm just glad we're talking about it a little bit today and then tomorrow it's that. And then Wednesday, it's all the fighting. Because you know there's going to be fighting. You know there's going to be some anger. You know there's going to be a lot of things where somebody's going to say something was stolen. Uh, and really, that's what it's whining Wednesday. <laughs> Lawsuit and whining Wednesday. Oh, the Chad Benson show. So be prepared for that fun, kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, indeed. Speaking of fun, my dog Doodle's tons of fun. Still alive. I don't get it sometimes. I really don't. It's magic. It's magic. That's what I tell everybody. Dr. Dennis Black, who put together uh, this amazing supplement called Rough Greens. I said, is it magic? Is that what it is? Do you, guys, do you bless it with something? Because my dog Doodle should not be here. He shouldn't. He was old when we got him, and we didn't know. And now that he's much older, the fact that he's still running on all his, I mean, he's still running on all of his sensors, doesn't see as well as he used to. But I tell you what, he's energetic. He runs around. It's all because of a supplement that we started using almost five years ago. It's called K9 Vitasmart. It's got vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. We sprinkle on top of his food. And what happens is his food comes to life, and it's amazing. And right now they want you to try it for free. Put it to the test and see what I've seen, which is an absolute amazing change. My my little dogs, uh, my newer dogs, if you will, they take it and they love it, and it is incredible. Try it for free. You cover the cost of shipping. You get a bag for free. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. Roughgreens.com slash Chad. A little what's trending straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. Welcome to Chad. No, not the country. The institution. The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein James Dean. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. What's trending? 
All right, let's find out what's trending. The old daily trending started with Google today. Uh, number one trending thing today, Veterans Day. Should be on Friday. Yesterday, Chiefs, number one trending thing. Two million searches on the Google. Uh, they beat the Titans 2017 in overtime. Great game last night. I watched that. Packers lose their fifth straight. And they look just, I think, awful would describe them. Anemic. Buffalo Bills and Jets trending yesterday. Huge game for both of those teams. And the Jets are real. I got to say, kids, the Jets are real. The Jets are real. How? I don't know. Why? Again, I don't know. But they're real. Head over to Twitter where everybody argues and fights about everything all the time. Number one thing trending today is election day tomorrow. Vote blue, vote red. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, yeah, vote those. Bairn, which is a soccer team, is trending. Nikki Haley is trending. Lots of stuff still about Twitter. <laughs> Just hilarious. We'll get to some of that stuff. Impersonating in a minute. And again, lots of uh, of of big election stuff because tomorrow it's going to be a big, big, big day. And you know, we we're just talking about how we approach this. Our show is heard all over the country at different times. It's we don't know. I, I'm going to say this: I of the things I think I know that I'm certain is I think the Republicans are going to win the House. I think the Senate's going to be close, and I do think we're going to have a runoff in Georgia. Uh, we're going to have. I think we're going to have some, you know, some issues in the back end. Not the the voter of, you know, things that we've seen where people are watching ballot boxes. But I think the actual vote counting people are going to have issues and there's going to be some squabbles there. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and then there's going to be lawsuits. And so, I mean, I, I'll be real. I don't think some of this stuff is we're going to know a lot of it up until maybe the weekend and maybe not even then for some. So, you know, depending on how close things are, like I said, is there, is there a point of which, okay, you lost by 20 million, <laughs> it's like, you know, you lost by 400 billion votes. You don't get to claim it was close or we're just at that point where it's like, nah, it doesn't matter. Nah, it doesn't matter. Just you claim whatever you want to claim. I guess. I don't know. And Twitter was trending, too. And part of the reason why, well, there's some issues. Last week, Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, let go about half the company's 7,500 employees. But now the company is reportedly trying to bring back some of those workers. Bloomberg reports dozens of employees were fired by mistake, while others were let go before management realized their experience was needed. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a not a shock that they did that. It happens in big corporations sometimes. Oh, we didn't mean to get, you know, because they're doing it rather quickly. They're hemorrhaging money, by the way. No sooner had employees been locked out of their work accounts than some were reportedly being invited back by Team Musk, having been deemed too essential to be let go, even though they already had been. Yeah, they made a mistake. They realized that. Uh, some of the other stuff that Musk is trying to do is the parody accounts. Got to make sure you know it's a parody account. Musk also announcing the company will begin charging $8 a month for premium features, including keeping that blue check mark to show your account is verified. Musk also announced that going forward, any Twitter handles engaging in impersonation without clearly specifying parody will be permanently suspended. And now that widespread verification is rolling out. There will be no warning before suspension, according to Musk. 
Yeah, and the blue check mark thing is interesting. So you pay eight bucks for the blue check mark. But that's, you don't have to pay for it, right? You don't have to. But for a lot of people, it's a symbol of the of the of that. Oh, I got the blue. Why aren't you verified? Uh, it's it's very interesting. But I get why it's also something neat for the bots. If you want to get rid of bots, are you going to pay eight bucks a month and you got a thousand bots? Is it really worth it? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Oh no, I don't know either. And the other thing trending everywhere, obviously, is tomorrow night's Powerball. Which is going to be huge, enormous. One point nine billion, the grand prize. This is generating so much excitement. But really, it's all about nine hundred twenty-nine million. The cash you'll win if you, like most people, choose the lump sum option. Although Uncle Sam will take more than one third of that, and depending on where you live, state taxes could take another big bite. I'm okay with that because there's more than enough. Okay, I think we're all good with that. Because I didn't have $600 million yesterday, <laughs> but I do today, so I'm good with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see how that works. Oh, you know you think about it, right? When you think, ah, you know, what if I did? What would I do? I got the plan. Before I got my plan, you guys don't even need to play. That's how exciting my plan is. It is so awesome that on Wednesday when I come here, I'm not going to say a thing to any of you guys about my victory. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three. Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute Policy Research, joins us to talk about the races we should be watching tomorrow and how this is going to sort itself out. So Chad Benson, Chip. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I'm a, I'm a loyal Democrat, but I am not happy. I just think that we are, you know, we did not listen to voters in this election, and I think we're going to have a bad night. And, you know, this conversation is not going to have much impact on Tuesday, but I hope it has an impact going forward. Because when voters tell you over and over and over again that they care mostly about the economy, Listen to them. Stop talking about democracy being at stake. Voters have told us what they wanted to hear, and I don't think Democrats have really delivered uh, I, this. Hillary Rosen right there, absolutely 100% spot on. Tomorrow night is, well, we'll start getting the results. People have been voting, and tomorrow is really on. Of course, midterms we're talking about. As we're joined by our buddy uh, Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research. He digs deep finds out all the stories that are going on out there. And Jim, where should we start today? I'll let you lead this one on where we, we should start today as far as uh, where we're headed. Is democracy really dead? I think democracy is alive and a well in America and will be for a long time, regardless of who wins. We've survived other you know, people, the, Democrat, the Republicans thought were horrible Democratic presidents, and we've survived bad Republican presidents. And I think we will continue as, as we go forward. We are becoming more and more of a tribalized or, or split country, but uh, we will continue. 
And by that, we will all go to the polls. We may go to the polls in the highest numbers that we've ever seen in our nation's history, simply because we have more people and more people have been energized to go out and vote and not just for their hoo-hahs, as, as you talked about earlier. But in the Senate, it's the same races we've been talking about, Pennsylvania, Nevada, Georgia, Wisconsin, New Hampshire, and Arizona. Uh, none of those have really moved in any significant direction. The Republicans can't seem to get ahead in New Hampshire, though. They are just constantly within the margin of error with about a plus one or plus two on the blue side. Arizona is pretty much about the same with maybe just really solid toss up as far as you can find a couple polls, plus one blue, plus one red on that one. Uh, Pennsylvania is trending a little bit towards the red. So is Nevada. It's probably of all of those, probably Wisconsin, Nevada are probably the most likely to go red. The rest of them are, like I said, are really within the margin of error. Um, you've got the house right now. We're looking at probably, uh, I would say the Democrats aren't going to break 200 on their, on, on their total, which would mean 235, 200 minimum, I would think, for the GOP at this point. Um, the House races are really tough, though, on a lot of those. Um, it, all, it all depends on some of the races early on. Watch some of the Virginia races and watch some of the New York races. Um, those are going to be the key ones. Also, uh, I believe Kentucky and Indiana parts of the state close first at 6 o'clock Eastern tomorrow night. Uh, see how some of those votes go if they're kind of leaning more Republican than they have in the past. Uh, it might indicate a red wave coming for the night. And as far as the governor's races, still lots of them that we've talked about before toss up, but watch Oklahoma. Um, Cause that one's just really kind of freaky about why you'd have an, a Democrat running that well in Oklahoma. And uh, it's probably the abortion issue. Same thing in Kansas. who currently has a democratic mayor. Uh, my favorite, I think we've mentioned before is Oregon. Um, I really think a Republican is going to pull that out in the three-way battle. Um, and one prediction on the Senate races, I think you already said this, but um, do not expect an actual decision in the, um, uh, a Georgia Senate race because of it will, they will need to go over 50% and there'll probably be a runoff. And if the Republicans don't get the 51 on, um, on tomorrow or whenever the results are settled, um, then you could be looking again at Georgia deciding who's going to control the Senate in early December. Which would be crazy. Jim Kennedy, uh, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research joins us. We talk about tomorrow. All right, Jim, let's start on the Democratic side. Which races do you think would surprise you and signal, hey, the red wave isn't going to be a wave? Uh, there, uh, uh, a, a solid New Hampshire hold. Uh, I would check Connecticut. Uh, Blumenthal was kind of on the ropes there. Nothing's going to lose, but he may not win by more than 10. If he wins by 15 to 20, that would mean there may not be a red wave coming. Uh, Hochul, the governor up in New York, if the results, if they're able to basically um, predict that race early, um, for Hochul, that could be a bad night for Republicans. Con consequently, if they can't predict it early and it's going to go later in the night, it could be a good night for Zeldin and the Republicans. Um, on the, let's see, on the House side, um, there's too many races to really figure out. If, if the numbers aren't trending in the early results more red than they did in either 2018 or 2020, then you're going to probably not see a great night for the Republicans. But because um, there's so many of these races that may not be decided uh, tomorrow, that may, that may be a couple of days to count through everything. Um, I would say the early results in, in some of those key states, New Hampshire Senate is probably one because that one usually gets counted fairly quickly because it's a relatively small state. They, and they have fairly good technology, from my understanding, up there as far as doing, doing that. Um, 
but yeah, pretty much, pretty much New Hampshire, uh, the, and the, uh, New York governor's races and a couple of the New York house seats you might want to watch out for too, um, that we're hoping to be picked up by the Republicans. Talking to Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research. All right. So uh, the Senate side, we, we've talked about this. You know, the red is because we're pretty sure that they're going to win. Uh, we pretty much, you know, always thought they're going to take the House back. Just kind of a natural thing that happens. But on the Senate side, uh, tomorrow, I look out there and what would make you nervous on either side of the aisle? If you start to see certain numbers come in, you think, oh, this could really be something here. Because I think a lot of people are expecting Georgia to be a runoff next month. And but there's got to be some ones out there I think are going to surprise us. Sure. I would say if they're able to predict the Georgia governor's race early, which may be a case that good old Stacey Abrams going up against Kemp. Uh, she's not been polling well. It doesn't look like it looks like it's about a four or five. So what you're telling me is her reelection of not being elected may be over. Unfortunately, she may her, her reelection bid may go down in flames. Yes. Uh, believe it or not, everybody does not believe that uh, people are being discriminated against in voting in Georgia, regardless of your black, white, green, purple or brown, whether you're male, female, non-male, non-female, non-binary, gender specific, whatever. Uh, yeah, those people are not really being discriminated against, as you said, by record turnout. And the fact that she's going to probably go down in flames, probably worse than she did the first time she was elected, so to speak. Wow, that would be. Uh, but if that, if it really is a blowout, then you could start to think, if people voted somewhat down ticket the way they voted at the top of the ticket, you can start to think that maybe this might be a win for for you know Herschel Walker. Yeah, and that's kind of the hope with Georgia and Arizona. It looks like Carrie Lake is, is finishing really strong. She may be able to, dra to drag McMasters across the um, the line. And the same thing is that Kemp may drag um, Walker across the line because those both of those Senate race. I mean, that Senate races are is it just a dumpster fire. There really is. Even as Republican, I look at that going, man, this is just not a battle of two people that that I really think should be in the Senate. But, hey, you got to pick one of them and you might as well pick the guy that's on your team, regardless of which team that you're on. But, yeah, if they can predict that early, uh, that may certainly help, help Walker. Cause that means it can't maybe up by five, six percent. And the same thing in Arizona, which, of course, will be later on because it's closer to the West Coast. And again, New Hampshire, if, if the Republicans are able to they're able to predict that as a Republican win early in the night. It will not be a good night for the Democrats. That's a pretty safe assumption. If they've been able to win that New Hampshire seat, um, though it is that's you know one one small state. If, if there's that much Republican movement in in New Hampshire, then it is not going to be a good night unless that's just going to be a one off. Talking to uh, Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research. Uh, let's talk about New York and let's talk about Oregon. Their governor's races. Uh, Hochul is struggling big time. Obviously, crime is playing a huge, huge, huge part in it. Uh, and I want you to listen to this. This was, uh, I think it was, uh, oh, it's one of the MSNBC reporters talking to Kathy Hochul. She tries to, you know, talk about all the great things she did. And then somebody, uh, you know, she chimes in. Hey, but I'm going to interrupt you then. Here's the problem. We don't feel safe. You might be working closely with Mayor Adams. You may have spent a whole lot of money, but I walk into my pharmacy and everything is on lockdown because of shoplifters. I'm not going in the subway. People don't feel safe in this town. So you may have done these things, but right now we're not feeling good. We're worried we could be San Francisco. 
that's a big issue and bigger than a lot of the other stuff that's taking place in New York is the fact that crime is a massive issue and it's playing out as well in, in Portland uh, where everybody's going, we don't want to become Portland and Portland's like, we didn't want to become Portland. The, these races are close. No, they are. And they're much closer than you would think they would be in a, in, a, in a normal election. If you consider New York to be the counter to California, where Gavin Newsom, they're not even polling that race. He's going to probably win by 24 points out here in California. But yeah, Hochul is, is, is in a serious fight. Remember, she's never really ever won being on the top of any kind of ticket. So she's not somebody that's got a lot of statewide experience. And she just kind of, you know, I wouldn't say lucked into that job, but she kind of stumbled into that job because of various weird things that had happened in the state of New York and what happened with Cuomo. So this is the first time for her on a big stage, and she's not really doing well. Lee Zeldin is showing very well. Um, and the crime issue is different in New York because you've got most of the media there. These aren't people that are taking anecdotal of, you know, anecdotal incidents. They're basically people that are seeing this crime that are, like she said, the reporter said, walking into her drugstore and seeing these things. This isn't something like, oh, well, I read this on Fox News or I heard this on Fox News. No, this is something they're seeing in, in their daily lives. And while most of them, you know, tend to lean towards the Democrats, they are beginning to wonder, well, wait a minute, I'm really seeing this. This isn't just something that's being made up. And, you know, every, everyone across the state seeing it. And it's not going to, you know, she's not doing well. The Republicans haven't really been able to pull any polls out that have got them in a solid lead. So it is pretty much really a toss up. But seriously, considering how Democrat New York is, it should not be a toss up. And it's only because she's really not a good candidate and she's not answering the crime question very well at all. Now, in Oregon, uh, there's a real good chance of first time in 40 years, there's going to be a Republican that is going to be sitting atop of the 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 political heap in Oregon. And that's just got to be because Portland is such a massive disaster. No, it is. And that's um, and also remember, once you get beyond the uh, basically once you get into the to, to the central part of Oregon and the eastern part of Oregon, that's a rural state that devotes Republican. And you've got a lot of you have a few Republican representatives in that area. So the key is going to be, of course, Portland, because that's where the population center is. But, yeah, there's people that are fed up with the same thing we've got here in Los Angeles, too, where people are fed up with the homeless and they're looking at possibly electing a quasi Republican uh, mayor here. But, yeah, they're, they're fed up with it in Oregon because, again, it's affecting them on a daily basis. It's a quality of life issue. It really comes down to that. It's like, I really believe in my political beliefs, but man, you know, I don't want to have to be worried about getting mugged every time I get off the Metro downtown in Portland or worried about getting, you know, in the middle of a robbery in, in a drugstore because crime isn't really being that well and or, you know, isn't, isn't being prosecuted that well. So yeah, it's gonna, definitely going to be right now. It's really a dead heat. Um, the last polls got it at pretty much 41, 41 and 13. Um, with, with undecideds out there still because you've got an independent running Ms. Johnson. And um, it's really going to come out to turn out to see who, who it wins and see if this is going to be one of those states because it's Oregon. But again, Oregon votes by mail. So there aren't going to be any, there won't be too much same day influence because you're not going to have people going to the ballot box. So they're going to be, you know, maybe marking their ballots and dropping them in the mailbox. But Oregon is 100% mail in voting. They were the first in the country to do that. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that works out because they could be, you know, if, if there's a red wave coming, it may not be good. And we, like you said, may have a Republican governor for the first time in 40 years in Oregon. Last uh, question. we got about, uh, about a minute here. Uh, most likely races that are going to end in controversy and lawsuits. Georgia Senate, Pennsylvania Senate, um, possibly Arizona governor and or Senate. I'm, yeah, I would say those are the ones that are most likely. Um, 
Wisconsin, I would watch because there was a Republican win earlier on that does not allow ballot box. I don't know if the Democrats will go back to that and try to challenge that. Uh, Republicans have the RNC has 37 attorneys in key states and have done 5,000 training sessions looking for voter fraud. And uh, the Democrats have got a similar amount of people out there that are, are, are going to be busy on election night. And um, yeah, it's going to be basically, I don't think a lot of these will make a lot of difference. But um, look for the attorneys to do very well on election night. And, you know, so, but yeah, I would watch Georgia Senate, Georgia, um, Pennsylvania Senate and the Arizona and both the Arizona races. Ah, that's so it's nice. Nice to know that the, the, at the end of the day, who still gets paid is the attorneys. Jim Kennedy, Kennedy Institute of Public Policy Research. Thanks for coming on, brother. Appreciate it. Thanks, Chad. At Chad Benson Show, Twitter, C-H-A-D-B-E-N-S-O-N. It's the Chad Benson Show. be free. I am not a terrorist. I am not Antifa. I am not a sex slave that wears masks. (gasps) Don't be a cutie pie. Probably sit around and cook some soups and eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. You're ruining my life, bud! You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Are you feeling tired and worn down? Sick of the endless grind at work? Exhausted by your family, desperate for some peace and quiet? Daniel! Your kids want you! Then ask your doctor about COVID. By simply getting COVID, you're guaranteed a five and sometimes even ten day vacation from all of life's problems. I needed a break. Just some time away from everyone. So my doctor suggested I get COVID, and it was the greatest week of my life. All I wanted was to sit on the good part of the couch and watch the Netflix I want to watch. And I was finally able to, thanks to COVID. At first, I was worried about getting COVID, but my doctor assured me it's fine now. I'm triple vaxxed. Quadruple if you count HPV. So it's my time to shine. Side effects of COVID include having COVID, which is still kind of bad, but doesn't it seem different now? I definitely got sick. I also got paid for 10 days to never leave a blanket. Plus, I got a great story I could tell people at work. It was like I had a bad cold for three days. <laughs> oh, God, how times have changed, right? Saturday Night Live doing that. Oh, my God. Oh my God. They remember when they joked about COVID like a year ago? People are, oh, my God, you can't believe you did that. And that's what they're doing now. It goes on for another minute, but I love the part where they say, and in case you don't want to have COVID, but you want to have the results of COVID, you can now buy the COVID stick. It comes with two lines. It shows you wackiness. Wackiness! Oh, jeez, Chad. Oh, jeez. Interesting. Well, Jim Kennedy joined us. You missed any grab the podcast about, you know, what to look for early tomorrow. Few signs. If camp is boat racing, her early, and by that I do mean uh, the the aforementioned governor of Georgia, <laughs> Stacey Abrams. She's not the governor, I know, but she still thinks she is. If that looks like a crushing, that maybe he pulls Herschel Walker over the line? It's going to be very interesting. Tomorrow, again, there's going to be some surprises, but don't expect a lot of it to be sorted out. Not until Wednesday, and at times probably even midday Thursday and some stuff later on. And I was surprised how many hours of training 
and sessions that the lawyers and the people had gone through up to 5,000 hours of training and sessions that all these lawyers and, and election people have gone through to, to look and see what's cheating, what can he complain. I mean, this is crazy. Speaking of crazy, Elon Musk, uh, everybody calls him crazy, tweeted this out a little while ago. Uh, to independent-minded voters, shared power curbs the worst excesses of both parties. Therefore, I recommend voting for Republican Congress, given that the presidency is Democrat. And he says, hardcore Democrats and Republicans never vote for the other side, so independent voters are the ones who actually decide who's in charge. And that is so true. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show, Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. A lot of shows still to come. You miss any of it, grab the podcast or demand that third hour on your station. Do it. Do it, kids. Follow along at Chad Benson Show. And remember to tweet and text at us whenever you want to converse. Just try to stop calling people Nazis. Not a great conversation started. Just point it out. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson t minus one it gets uh, no closer than uh well tomorrow but today is the final day to make the pitches if you think you still have people out there that are undecided i said it last week i don't think there are people out there undecided i think the decision is do i pull the trigger for the person that i want that's not very good to say that, Chad, but you know what I mean. Is this it? Is this is is this the one? I'm not voting for the other one, but do I have the stomach to vote for this one? I think most people have made up their minds, and thank God. Let's get this thing over. I am so sick of, I can't watch a sporting event without 15,000 commercials coming on. My daughter will watch uh, YouTube, and some of the commercials, I'm like, who, who decides what the algorithm as, as my daughter's getting ready to watch Adley, which is her favorite thing. She loves Adley. This little girl who I think she's like seven or eight. She's she's one of the top 30 under 30 <laughs> this year in like Forbes or something. It's insane. But there's there's I mean, I'm sitting there yesterday and I'm watching a bit of the soccer game and my daughter's up and she's watching Adley because she likes to mimic some of the stuff that Adley does. And one of the new videos that she went to, it had like a Mark Kelly ad or one of those. And I'm just like, what the hell? Who Who's paying attention to this? I'm over it. We're all over it. It's time to get on with the getting on. Been saying it for weeks and weeks. It is the never ending Super Bowl pregame show, but for politics. And we're all ready to get on to get on. I think we kind of have a feeling what's going to happen. That night, tomorrow night, at least some things are going to be decided. I don't think everything is. I think there's going to be a lot of people screaming and yelling for, there's going to be some automatic recounts. 
think we know that. There's going to be some people who are going to lose, who expected to win, who may cry a foul. There's going to be some people that look like they've lost, but are going to hold out calling the other person saying, I concede. And then you're going to get a lawsuit or two, uh, maybe more. I don't know when it comes to that. But I do expect it to be a good night for the Republicans. This is Hillary Rosen. Never true words, though, were said by anybody than this lady right here when it comes to why the Democrats have failed. I'm a, I'm a loyal Democrat, but I am not happy. I just think that we are, you know, we did not listen to voters in this election. And I think we're going to have a bad night. And, you know, this conversation is not going to have much impact on Tuesday, but I hope it has an impact going forward. Because when voters tell you over and over and over again that they care mostly about the economy, listen to them. Stop talking about democracy being at stake. Democracy is at stake because people are fighting so much about what elections mean. I mean, voters have told us what they wanted to hear, and I don't think Democrats have really delivered this. True. True, they've not. They've told you over and over what they want. They told you over and over based on the polls. They've told you everything that you need, and you continue to ignore it. Which says a lot about the snapshot of the world that you live in. If you are so blind as to say, I am not going to focus on these things right here. But instead focus on this and you're like, no, but I want this. It's like going to a restaurant and they're telling you, hey, uh, I, I really like your hamburger. Well, you're going to love this right here. This is uh, beef stroganoff with uh you know this this and this you're like i don't like any of that i've come here before and your burger the kobe beef burger you guys make is the most amazing thing in the world you're like but i'm not giving you that you're like but i've tried your other thing and i didn't like it this is what i like it doesn't matter i'm giving you this because i know it's best for you oh and that is why tomorrow night it is going to be a night where they struggle now granted You want to be able to talk about things that you feel you've got some run with. All right. Right now, let's be real. uh, With the economy wacky and wild, inflation through the roof, you probably don't want to get out there and talk about a lot of these things. But you you should have. You should have. You failed to listen to the people. What do you think is the top issue this election? Women's rights, I would say, are are is is the top issue right now. All right. Well, you're talking to a Democrat. Women's rights uh, for other people. I would say one of the biggest issues is um, rights being stripped away from uh, the American population, and I would see that as um, a range of different rights, including access to voting, to ballots, to abortion, to health care, affordable housing. And you listen to those two, and you know what you hear? Well, yeah, Chad, they're doing everything that the Democrats want. You hear young people, young people, who vote sparingly, let's be real, eh, depending on how it is, if it's not too inconvenient for them, and people that right now have zero, zero responsibility. I was watching them. I'm like, they can't be more than 20 years old, 21, 22. Maybe you're older. Well, at least I said you were younger. But the average person that I talk to in their 30s and 40s and 50s, inflation, man, it's ridiculous. Life, too expensive.
This sucks. What, what the hell's going on here? You know, when, when are we going to get back to, to, to at least some form of half-assed decent inflation, if you will? I'm worried about my job. I'm worried about this. I'm worried about that. I'm worried about immigration. Those things are what the average person's thinking about. Look, you may be sitting there going, all I care about is immigration. That's true. You may be sitting there thinking, all I care about is crime. But the average person across the board, if you were to ask them, what is the number one thing on their mind? They're going to say, ah, it's, it's the economy, man. It's inflation. It's, uh, it's, it's all those things. It's, 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 it's frustration. I'm frustrated across the board with, with a lot of this stuff. Some other people? That's where politics has become difficult for me to, to follow along with because it's become so... You either have this set of morals or you have this set of morals. And it's become moral. More than, more than political, it's become moral with like what you identify with and what ideals you identify with. Interesting. For some people, again, young person. Young people think about different things. There's no common ground. There's no middle point that for us to reach. And I feel like politicians exploit the fact that there isn't that middle ground to tailor their votes in their directions. Yeah, that's what it is. It's how can I scare you to do something I want you to do? Because it's just easier than trying to convince you that my way is better. And they all jump on the moral high grounds. And let's be real, if you've met any politicians, how many of them are uber upstanding and moral? Not a lot. Part of the reason is, is because you do have to be uh, somewhat of a crocodile to, to roam the swamp. So morality is, is one person's uh, fear on, on, on some stuff. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. Everything feels like it's a negative ad towards the other side. Um, and it's, it's frustrating in a way that I know they're running those because they're effective, but it's unfortunate that what seems to be effective now is running a negative ad instead of something positive. Yeah, it is because it just for whatever, but, but that's also the algorithms we live with nowadays. I mean, how many times do we talk about it, whether it's TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, or, or Instagram, the negative gets the views. The negative gets the shares. The negative gets the conversation. The negative gets all of the things. Positive may get some, but not as much as the negative. That's for damn sure. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program again. Uh, less than 24 hours from uh, the the big day, kids. The big, big day. We'll see how it looks. We'll unpack it. See what it looks like tomorrow. I don't think it's going to be over. I still think what's coming, because, uh, you know, we, we touched on it earlier, Trump, supposedly right around the 14th, which would be a week from today is going to announce uh, he is running for president again. How much of that is to shield him potentially from from other things? I don't know. Uh, how much of it is his ego that he wants another crack at this? I'm sure that plays into it. But we'll see what it looks like uh, a week from today. But that being said, with tomorrow's election going on, uh, I just don't think all of it's going to be done. Uh, and I still think we're going to have a runoff in Georgia. And I still think we're going to have uh, some recounts done. 
and then there's going to be the lawsuits. So these are all little things that we've been predicting throughout the day. So write them down. You can be like, oh, damn, he was right about that. I know, right? 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show, your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. None of this will mean anything to me tomorrow because after I win the lottery, the Powerball tonight, my hundreds of millions of dollars will just make all of this because I'll get my island. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that. Speaking of winning, Mattress Mac won as the Houston Astros not only saved the 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 you know the blushes of a team that really was better than the Phillies up and down the lineup, but also saved America from what could have been a recession or a depression. We'll talk about that as well. A lot of other stuff to get into this hour. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter, your Instagram. Feel free to tweet or text at me as well. And check out the Facebook at The Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. $1.9 billion, the grand prize. This is generating so much excitement. But really, it's all about $929 million, the cash you'll win if you, like most people, choose the lump sum option. Although Uncle Sam will take more than one-third of that. And depending on where you live, state taxes could take another big bite. Yeah, so uh, that's where we are. We're at the point now we're looking at... Uh, Nine hundred million dollars. <laughs> that is a lot of money. That is absolutely a lot of money. But I'm willing to accept the the fact I gotta take it on and 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 win. I just many of you out there are probably thinking, Chad, thank you for that. But I, I just I wanna do what's right and make sure that I take care of everything. Uh, for you guys. Why is it so hard to win the big prize? Not so long ago, they added 10 more white balls to the main bin. So instead of 59 possible numbers, there are 69. One in 292 million. Your odds of winning. Why not? It could happen. For comparison, you have a much better chance of getting struck by lightning in your lifetime. Yeah. But they say last week, you have a better chance of a Vending machine falling on you and killing you. Oh, my Lord. That is not good. But I took the chance, right? And I've got to win. That's just what it is. There was a winner on August 3rd. And since then, there have been 40 drawings without a winner. Not only is this the largest jackpot in Powerball history, it's actually the largest prize in the history of the lotto. No one won the jackpot during Saturday's drawing, but a handful of people across the country, including right here in New York and New Jersey, won a million dollars. Yeah, so uh, that's nice. That's nice. My mother-in-law said, I'll take a million dollars. I'm like, I want the 900 gazillion dollars. That's what I want. Oh, you know everybody's playing tonight, right? I would say, you know, money doesn't matter in life. Money doesn't matter. Money's not going to help you with anything. Money's nothing to that stuff. And they throw crap out there. And, and uh, you know, if that's true, people wouldn't play the lottery. And a lot of us are going to play the lottery. A lot of us are. If we've already got my tickets, I'm playing. Because I'm winning, baby. Yeah, Gretzky said it the best. If you don't shoot, you can't score. That's the way I feel. I'm shooting and scoring. Speaking of shooting and scoring uh, over the weekend, 
the Houston Astros uh, saved us from uh, the nightmare that could have been the <sighs> recession. Because with the Phillies win, there tends to be a major recession and or depression. 1927. <laughs> was, it, was it 1980? 2008? Uh, they win. There's a recession and or a Great Depression. But somebody else who won, which I found to be rather interesting, is Mattress Mac. Now, he is a he is a mainstay celebrity in Houston. He owns all these matches everywhere. He bets big on his teams. In particular... Uh, the Astros. And this weekend, he collected. Now, he made a series of bets. In fact, it's so big when he bets that they don't allow him to make bets like where he could just walk up to one window and go, I want uh, to put X amount of dollars on. He's got to go a million here, 500000 there, 300000 here. It added up to $10 million. And with the win this weekend, Mattress Mac took home $75 million. $75 million. Now, he did post a picture of himself on the old uh, gram, as the kids would say. It is funny when people like to show how much money they have, you know, on the gram. They got $100 bills. He posted a picture of an actual suitcase full of millions of dollars. What he also likes to do is to hedge his bet when it comes to this giving people to get uh, the opportunity to have a free mattress should he win. So it's kind of like everybody wins with and Mattress Mac. Make sure that everybody kind of wins. So he said uh, uh, Saturday night, uh, the 75 mostly be paid out to customers as part of the gallery furniture's chains, which is where he gives out free mattresses and stuff like that. So uh, very interesting, but $75 million, yo. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program, a lot of stuff still to get into. More on the midterms. Again, how crazy is tomorrow going to be? Or is it going to be one of those weird nights where nothing really happens? Meaning people go and vote, and we get a vast majority of stuff that comes back, with little to no issues whatsoever. And everybody just kind of accepts those issues and we move on. Is is that a possibility? I guess. I mean, just like it's a possibility you could win the lottery, even though we know I'm going to. Uh, there is a possibility that that could happen. Now, I think that possibility is small, but I think that is absolutely a possibility. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Check out the Facebook as well. And you guys do know we have a podcast out there. Feel free to grab our podcast. We're good podcasts are available. We're on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, and everywhere else. And check out uh, the Chad, Chad Benson Show on Facebook as well. It is the aforementioned Chad Benson Show. Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson.
What do I expect tomorrow? Little craziness and chaos. Yeah, I was saying earlier that, you know, tomorrow there's a chance that everything goes smooth, nothing happens, and everybody gets the stuff that they need done, and and we get most of the results in, and nobody argues and fights. But uh, uh, much like the chance of winning Powerball, you probably have a better chance of getting run over by a vending machine that has decided to take life form and wander around looking to destroy people than you actually do of having tomorrow night go smooth. And I keep saying this over and over again. For all the quote-unquote people who are out watching the ballots and all of that stuff, I think the real chaos is going to come during the count. Because in some places, the Democrats are going to be up big, and slowly but surely, they're going to chip away. The Republicans and people are going to be upset about that. The Republicans are going to be up big in some places, and the same thing's going to happen as last time. And depending on what state counts what first, there's going to be this weird anomaly that happens at this dump at 2 in the morning. But you're also going to have in a lot of places people that have decided to become poll workers to to and and vote counters and there's going to be huge arguments there oh goodness me absolutely absolutely three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at chad benson show is your twitter tweet it as text the program love hearing from you and of course you got a place like georgia right where stacy abrams is trying to become the governor uh, she's running for re-election from the first time that she didn't win uh and she's still out there even though <laughs> even though it's it is the highest Midterm so far, voting numbers are through the roof in Georgia. She's still saying. But we know that people turned out early because they understand that Brian Kemp and Brad Raffsenberger put barriers in place, that they're going to be denied access to food and water in lines that in years past were stretched up to four, eight hours. They know that there have been more difficulties put in place for absentee ballots, that white supremacist groups and hard right wing groups have been challenging people's right to vote. Up to 75,000 people have had their right to vote challenged because of the law passed by Brian Kemp. And he did so because he was frustrated by the results. It's just you sit there and you're like, yeah, people are denied food. No, people are not denied food and water. If you're going to be in, in, in a and remember, they could vote early and often there and they have. Uh, if you here's what the law says. Uh, I can't give you food or water if you're in line. OK, so because they don't want to be in a position where it looks like they're handing somebody something in in exchange for them voting for you. Right. You also can't wear shirts that support your candidate and those kind of things. There, There is a certain etiquette that goes with this. And it's not just there. It's everywhere. And when people say, oh, my God, it's 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 Jim Crow 2.0, which is the most absolutely asinine thing of all the asinine things that I think Biden has said uh, that leads the list of stupidity. Okay. What, what oh, George, it's Jim Crow 2.0. Jim Crow had steroids. Come on. My goodness me. I do not believe it's because of a deep well of enthusiasm for my opponent. We know that black voters are often discounted. And unfortunately, this year, black men have been a very targeted population for misinformation, not misinformation about what they want, but about why they want what they deserve. And my campaign has been the only one that has very intentionally, thoughtfully and consistently reached out. That has been misconstrued as concern when indeed it's just respect. Oh, okay. 
See, she is she is a perfect example of all the election denying and all the stuff that goes on uh, already coming out with the excuses of, well, it was because black people could vote, which is a bunch of lie. It's because black men were lied to. Again, a bunch of lie. This is what we have. It's both sides that do stupid things because in this day and age, it is more important to say it was stolen from me than I lost. It was stolen from me. I tried to do everything in my power to get out the vote, but they told me I couldn't do it. I tried to do everything in my power to make people understand that you should do this, this, and this. And they said, no, you can't do that. It's against our laws here. And that shows you that they're cheating. And that's what you have. Still running for re-election. Stacey Abrams, 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. But as we've been saying day in and day out, day in and day out, you have not paid attention. And here's, to me, the number you probably ought to care about the most in this poll. The state of the U.S. economy. 81% tell us they are dissatisfied. This is the second highest number we've ever recorded. The last time it was this high was just before the 2010 election. And you know how that one went. Uh, Yeah, I heard there was a guy by the name of Barack Obama won that. Right? People are dissatisfied. People are angry. People are frustrated. How hard is it for people to understand that? Apparently, it's extremely hard. You've missed the boat. I'm going to go back to what we played a little bit earlier. I think it's one of the sounds of 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 really the week. And maybe this entire election when it comes to the Democrats. This is Dem loyalist Hillary Rosen. She used to run the entire, you know, record industry as uh, as one of the muckety mucks, the highest up you can get uh, for the artist in the record industry. She's also been a, a, a person who's gone out and, and been a surrogate and campaigned over and over again as, as a strategist for the Democrats. She said this. I'm a, I'm a loyal Democrat, but I am not happy. I just think that we are, you know, we did not listen to voters in this election. And I think we're going to have a bad night. And, you know, this conversation is not going to have much impact on Tuesday, but I hope it has an impact going forward. Because when voters tell you over and over and over again that they care mostly about the economy, listen to them. Stop talking about democracy being at stake. Voters have told us what they wanted to hear. And I don't think Democrats have really delivered Uh, this. No, they have not. If you fail to listen to what your quote unquote customers want, they will find somebody else who will service their needs. And you have not. You have failed to listen. Even as the Republicans run candidates that are suspect at best, how they got this far, uh, it's just across the board. The Democrats have not listened to what the people are looking for. They're unhappy with the economy. They're unhappy with inflation. They're unhappy with the way that they see that there has been a war on energy and they're wondering why they're paying four and a half bucks for gas, three ninety five for gas, California, five fifty or six bucks for gas. They're pissed about the fact that they've made eight percent more than they did last year. Yet somehow their money goes, well, not as far as it used to. They're frustrated and you've not paid attention because you've talked about democracy. It's at stake. It's over. Can't do anything. Ah, it's all over now. 
It's a bunch of baloney. And Biden hasn't helped it. Biden's been toxic. They've had to go out and get Obama to come out there. And but it's they have struggled mightily. Mightily. And it's not just at the national level, a state level across the board. We're getting close to seeing something we haven't seen in 40 years in Oregon. There is a battle in New York. We may see, I still think Hochul's going to win, but it's getting close. People are frustrated. Speaking of Hochul, listen to this. This is her, right? You know, uh, people are pissed. People are angry. But I'm going to interrupt you then. Here's the problem. We don't feel safe. You might be working closely with Mayor Adams. You may have spent a whole lot of money, but I walk into my pharmacy and everything is on lockdown because of shoplifters. I'm not going in the subway. People don't feel safe in this town. So you may have done these things, but right now we're not feeling good. We're worried we could be San Francisco. So if you rule there, so no, 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 I'm going to interrupt you here. I'm going to tell you what happened. You could call it whatever you want. Oh, it's all a lie or it's not real. People don't feel safe. They don't. James Carville talked about it a year plus ago. And he warned the Democrats. And everybody's like, you're just, go away, old man. Go away, old man. Nobody cares about you. Go away, old man. Well, he was right. He was right. Over and over again. You handed yourself over to the extremes of the party. You wanted to go uber left. And you wanted to make things like abortion and climate change the top of your list. You wanted to make social justice the top of your list when crime and inflation were running rampant. And now you're going to pay the price for it. But Democrats do care about that. Yeah, they do. A lot of people do. The thing is, though, where does it rank? That's what you got to ask yourself. We'll find out tomorrow. 323-538-538. 2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us, text the program. Love hearing from all of you. By the way, you will not be getting your blue check mark if you want to buy it until Wednesday, apparently. Uh, Twitter has decided, hey, we're going to hand out the blue check marks on Wednesday if you'd like to get one for $8 a month. If not, eh, then don't pay eight bucks. You still get to use your stuff. You get other things with it, right? You pay eight bucks. I don't know what else you get with it. I'm sure there'll be more. And speaking of that, because they blew everybody out last week, of course, as you know, well. Last week, Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, let go about half the company's 7,500 employees. But now the company is reportedly trying to bring back some of those workers. Bloomberg reports dozens of employees were fired by mistake, while others were let go before management realized their experience was needed. Yeah. Yeah, that happens in a big layoff like that. I've been... You know, look, you're you're talking to a guy who works in radio, okay? And uh, I love this job. I love this industry. But I will tell you this right now. You can walk into almost any radio station across the country, and the, uh, the riff has happened on numerous occasions, and there's not a time a month, at least once a month, where I don't look at some of the trades and see such and such is riffing today uh, where they're letting go of, of God knows how many people. Uh, because, hey, we, you know, because this is what we do. This is it. How can we do all that we need to do for as little as possible? So when I hear that, you know, there's there's been a layoff, I sit there and think, mm, it sucks, but it's understandable. And let me tell you something. I've had friends in this industry, as well as myself, that have gone on. Have had, we've had great numbers, all the things you said you need to get, and and it still didn't matter. 
I had a buddy once who got a $10,000 raise, and he came to me, and he looked at me, and he said, dude, they just gave me a $10,000 raise. I'm all sweet. He goes, no, I'm going to be the first one to get fired. Sure enough, he was. <laughs> that's, that's the identity of the, of, the, of the business I live in. So uh, firing a bunch of people, it sucks, uh, but it's also your business, man. And if that's what you think you need to do, uh, then that's what you do. And how many of those people, in fair, honest question, were doing what you were, you were giving as much as you were getting paid for? Because I got a lot of friends in the tech industry, some at Twitter, Facebook, Google and stuff, and they'll tell you, eh, it's, it's not as... It's not as hard as they make it seem to be. Like, oh, my God, I'm slaving over a stove, and then i got to go out and dig ditches. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Uh, talk a little football. Straight ahead, Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. I'm a rock star now! Quite a turnaround for Dolly Parton, who at first didn't feel she deserved her nomination, but Saturday night at the Microsoft Theater in downtown Los Angeles, she seemed very much at home on stage. Well, I just feel proud to be here, as many Pearl would say. Wearing a tight black leather outfit, her fellow nominees joined her for her hit Jolene, including Judas Priest frontman Rob Halford. And Parton seemingly broke some news. And I thought, well, if I'm going to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm going to have to do a rock album. We'll see if that happens. But she did write a rock song for the night, which she performed. And you'll see when the ceremony hits HBO November 19th. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, watched a bit of it. Uh, uh, just, you know, some of the highlights. And Duran Duran, uh, you know, uh, is a band that I like. I grew up with Judas Priest and Duran Duran. And, you know, it's very interesting because I'm an odd cat. I like both of them. I thought both of them, you know, my dad used to say, ah, these guys, they dress all pretty and they're not, what are they really going to be? I'm like, well, you can say that about the Beatles. But the sad thing is Andy Taylor, one of the, uh, one of the superstars of Duran Duran, he was not there and they made the announcement that he is struggling with uh, stage four prostate cancer and that he isn't going to be around much longer while it's not e imminent his 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 path uh his passing uh they said that there is no cure for it and he could not make it that was a, that was a downer and uh, you know it, it sucks when you look at that and you start oh my god you know it's getting old on the other side of it uh you had the rock and rollers uh like these cats we call ourselves the heavy metal community which is all inclusive doesn't matter what your sexual identity is what you look like color of your skin the faith that you believe in or don't believe in everybody's welcome rob halford judas priest getting in and of course the movie Rockstar was loosely based on him being the lead singer of a heavy metal band in the 80s and him being gay and uh of course you know mark Wahlberg played the part and it was but wow it was it was interesting to watch some of the stuff this weekend and dolly baby gotta love a little dolly Patton. Uh, let's talk a little football. Speaking of the weekend, I did nothing. You guys heard me talk about that earlier today. When I mean I did nothing. I was I was almost ashamed of how little I did this weekend, knowing I had a very long week in front of me. I had to bust my ass, do a lot of stuff. I did a lot of reading and research, but I didn't, you know, as far as like doing anything. But I did watch football, kids. Great day of football on Saturday. 
the culmination of that was a huge, uh, exciting game between LSU and Alabama. Then yesterday, I watched football. See how my picks did. So uh, Thursday night, I got off to a rousing start with a win for the Eagles. Then it turned till Sunday. I got it right with the Patriots. I got it wrong with the Packers. I think it's just time to say that there is an issue with the Packers, and it isn't getting fixed anytime soon. Uh, Chargers snuck by the Falcons. Jets with a surprise. They're real. I think we got to say it. Their defense real enough to keep it into them. The Vikings beating the Commanders. I got that right. Bengals crushed the Panthers. Jags got by the Raiders. Dolphins got by the Bears. Seahawks uh, laid one on the cards. Buccaneers, I watched that game. What a game. And Tom Brady did not look good. None of them did. They couldn't run the ball for, for spit. But what happened? 44 seconds, no timeouts. Touchdown, Tom. They get a win over the Rams. And then last night, great game. Chiefs, Titans, Chiefs win in overtime. One game left. I have the Ravens and Saints tonight. Should do a little mattress macking. I'm looking at my numbers here. 84-50-1 with one game still left to play tonight. Doing all right. Doing all right. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Solid fun show today. Big one tomorrow. This is it. It's midterms for the next couple days. It's going to be a lot of midterm talk. we got other stuff as well that I didn't have a chance to get to today. But I will tell you this right now. Uh, it's going to be very interesting. I think there's going to be some serious surprises in some races i think there's going to be some stuff where we think oh these guys should win or this gal should win and they don't just win they boat race the other side and i'm curious to find out how this plays itself out with the people that are the loudest when it comes to it was stolen in 2020 what kind of lawsuits do we have there's a lot of craziness and chaos i'm sure that it's going to be coming our way in the next couple days Follow us at all our social medias at Chad Benson Show. Have a blessed rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow. Woo! Big one tomorrow. Night, night, Jack. This is the Chad Benson Show.